A bright white light glared at me, and I scrunched up my eyes, annoyed and tired. I just wanted to sleep. I had beautiful dark purple curtains to block out the light in my bedroom, and usually they did a wonderful job of it. But I must have pulled them open last night and forgotten to close them. Groggy and tired, planning on squinting my way to the window and shutting the curtains, I blinked and looked around. I was not in my bedroom. In fact, I wasn't in anyone's bedroom. Sunlight shimmered brightly through the library windows at my side. Squeezing through the couple inches of emptiness between the very top of the glass and the massive pile of snow outside. Exaggerated and amplified by the stark whiteness of the snow, the sun marked me like a sudden spotlight. I felt like some actor with stage fright, trying to figure out my rehearsed lines. What was I doing? Why was I here? What sort of inspiration did my character need? And what was my first line? If I said the first one, I thought maybe the rest would come to me. Great blunders are often made like large ropes of a multitude of fibers, I murmured. I know I must have said fibers with an R-E, the same as fibers with an E-R, but in my head I differentiated it because that's how it was spelled out in its source, Les Miserables. In the translation, at least, and in the original French version, now that I thought about it. Not that my French was good enough to read an entire book like that, or at least without a lot of effort. And... Chemin du fer au banque, mademoiselle. Glancing sideways, a sneaking suspicion came over me. I saw Lucient Storm, sleeping. His head and part of his upper body, propped up on a beanbag. I, too, was laying in this self-same beanbag, with my head to Lucient, while one of my arms rested lightly on his stomach. He had his body turned towards my direction, nearly spooning with me, and one of his hands touched against my waist, fingers curling, holding me. This might have been fine and dandy, purely accidental. We'd fallen asleep in the library while reading, of course. We were trapped here for now, for a while, which was quite evident by the mass amount of snow covering the outside of the building. But what of it? That didn't really bother me. What bothered me was the fact that my hand had decided it wanted to cup Lucian's crotch while I slept. In my dazed, half-awake state, I didn't realize it at first, but now I was quite certain of everything. I had Lucian's erect, dreaming cock wrapped tight in my fingers. True, he wore pants, but that didn't make it any better. I wanted to pull my hand away, but he was still sleeping behind me, and he looked peaceful. Good dreams, maybe? From me? Hmm. I squeezed a little, feeling his pants covered erection. It twitched in response, 
interested in my good morning greeting. I stroked alongside it with my index finger, teasing it, coaxing it into further reaction. Lucian's cock did not disappoint me. What, I asked myself, was I doing? Something dumb? Forced unconscious seduction? That sounded pretty bad to me. Bad, yes. Unless Lucian enjoyed it. Woke up and... I couldn't think these things, so I told myself to stop. This didn't work so well, and my finger kept moving of its own accord, testing the limits of his slumbering giant. Groaning inwardly, part of me informing the other part of me of the potential laws against this sort of thing, and this other part of me telling that part to shut up, I inched my hand away, slowly, so as not to wake him. This worked fine, much to my disappointment. And